You're listening to Adamair MD GED Underground Cartoon Therapy. Stay tuned for scenes from next week's show. What's up, guys? Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Here. Uh huh. All right. Well, this is the disclaimer for the show. We're introducing an undisclosed CIA agent that's in a mental ward right now, claiming she knows a portal that will happen because of the Great Conjunction. All this and more. So stick around. What's up, guys? Um. <laughs> This is going to be a wacky episode, I just wanted to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> well. <laughs> you're listening to uh, that little gelfling motherfucker who walks in on Ugra the Witch. She's about to bust out what the great grand conjunction is. They're called both. The great conjunction, the grand conjunction. Holy shit. It's a big old machine operating the universe. What's it for? Hmm? Hmm? Is that what you want to know? You want to know what this is all about? Mm-hmm. Is that it, Gelfling? You don't know? You've never looked at the heavens. Everything in the heavens is here, moving as the heavens move. <laughs> this is how to know when. That's what. Suns. Moons, stars, yes, the angle of eternity. That's how I know it's coming. How else can I make the prediction? A thousand mm. years ago, there was a great conjunction. I was there. Three suns lined up. That's when the crystal cracked. That's when the Stexis appeared. And the mystics. Another great conjunction coming up. Anything could happen. Our world might burn up. End of Ogre. Hmm. I used to have kind of a crush on her. She was kind of the first crusty chick I had a crush on. What's the great conjunction? Yeah. You tell me. What the fuck is it? The great conjunction is the end of the world. Wow. Oh, the beginning? Hmm. Begin all the same big change. Sometimes good, sometimes bad. You know, you got the fictional dark crystal great great conjunction, you know, grand conjunction thing going the fuck on, but then all of a sudden you've got a list of motherfuckers on YouTube who are just going the fuck off, man. Like here's some examples. Where is and this hasn't happened, uh, like I said, for 800 years. And it's a major shift back into the energy, the divine feminine energy is rising on the planet. And this is exciting. Like, I'm so excited about this. And at the same time, if there's anything hmm. in our lives that is not... Milf astronomer. Harmony, that's what the divine feminine really... The shama. Harmony, peace, love, uh -huh. and uh, to be in... To be, in surrender. 
All right, what else do we get? Within one week of each other. So the the energy is just absolutely oh crazy. God. We really, really have to work with this energy because this is the great awakening. Like it's <clears> happening <throat> before our eyes. This is gold age, age alchemy. This chick's like 18 or 19, 20. This is happening right now. And just know that you are here for a very special reason. Oh, good. Here's another one. I explore Vedic astrology uh, tutorials as well as transits, what is happening and how it affects you. Uh, so today we are talking about one of the great uh, conjunctions of Jupiter-Saturn. Jupiter-Saturn mm. conjunction uh, takes place uh, every 20 years. And uh, See, some of the basic information that you times are very different. interested is that every 20 That's years Jupiter-Saturn conjunction takes place. And it takes place in the same element. So All right, let's see about this one here. December 21st as well. And that's why I even wanted to do this video because I feel like it is important to prepare for that day, um, specifically your physical body, but also mental and emotional body, um, spiritual mm. body, like all, you know, the trinity of your bodies, um, keep them as clean as possible. And when I say that, I really mean you know, make sure that you are in your own energy as much as possible. And that's where I, I personally feel like the lockdown could even be an opportunity, you know. It's not a surprise or a coincidence that there are new lockdowns happening um, right now specifically, right? Because, you know, they allow us to be in our own energy. And I think it's really important for us um, during that time to be in our own energy and frequency um, to come back to our center, to come back to our core. And I posted on my Instagram, I usually share my sort of ascension updates or however you want to call it. Well, like you've heard a lot, you know. As we all transition and transform, right, with these powerful energetic okay. shifts. And so, you know, something's going to fucking happen that fucking day, right? Um, that's what we're going to talk about. That's what we're going to talk about right after you hear this little Twin Peaks Dale Cooper fucking sample. Hold on. Something's gonna fucking happen when these motherfuckers conjunct. By heavens, Andy, take a look at this. What you mistook for the four H club, the four and the H are actually astrological symbols. You mean like planets? Why, yes, Andy. They stand for Jupiter and Saturn. Some of the others represent planets as well, but this particular part of the puzzle pertains to a precise planetary position. Jupiter and Saturn in conjunction. What's that supposed to mean? Well, historically, Harry, when Jupiter and Saturn are conjunct, there are enormous shifts in power and fortune. Jupiter being expansive in its influence, Saturn contracting. Conjunction suggests a state of intensification, concentration. What this indicates to me is the potential for explosive change, good and bad. So when's the next conjunction? It's right now, motherfuckers, and that's what this episode's about. So hang on to your bridges. All right, guys, welcome back to the show. Uh... I managed to see two. You're with me, right? Yes, I'm here. Okay, we got uh, her name is uh, True Blood. That's the code name, I guess, or whatever her thing is. She's in some undisclosed mental facility. How are you doing? There. Uh, so you uh, <laughs> welcome to the show. I guess um, you're an, you're an ex agent. You didn't mind sharing that information. With uh, 
with me in C2 that you uh, have a knowledge about the Great Conjunction. That's why I got you on the show here. I, w I wanted to talk about this. Yeah. Yeah, like, like what is, can you give us a specifics? Because we're trying to just break this down here. We know there's some power. There's some power, yeah. But would you put it in charge? That's the question. Well, like, like, like how in charge? And you have no choice. There's the problem. So, well, there you go. Evil is afoot. What the flip? Uh, I tracked him, sorry. You got Jack Bob and leave around here. So the government's got you locked in this facility. I can hear other crazy people in the background. So are you technically crazy or? No, I just don't believe what I say. What happened? Well, I obtained information that was not received. There's how very kindly. But I was looking out for my health and well being. So I spilled beans where I shouldn't have. No mess in the kitchen, you know. Hell's kitchen. I mean, they got you on a lot of drugs? Yeah, I'm about to take them. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna need those. So were you uh, just hell bent on finding this? Uh, from what I understand, you were hell bent on finding uh, an access point to another dimension when Saturn and Jupiter meet. Mm -hmm. This sounds a lot like Twin, Twin Peaks, Peaks, right? Ooh, it's a fair bit. Bless you. <laughs> Are you going to make it? Oh, good. She needs a cigarette, right? Mm -hmm. Isn't that a smoker's cough? <laughs> Take a break. Well, if the pits of hell were open, it would be right here where I'm at. I think there is a little hot room in this place. Is there a specific place on the planet? Is that where it is? It's that opens yeah, right up where this? where I'm at. Fair warning. <laughs> Why? <laughs> right where you're at, huh? Yeah, I can feel it's hot. And I know you can't tell us where you're at. I'm not going to have you do that. No, because then you would want to come and get warm because it's cold outside. And so, no, can't say it. Nah. You can't get to it anyway, even if I told you. So, you know. Huh. This is C2. I do have a question for you. If uh, you'd be willing to listen to it here. And my question is, is it... 
if you found this portal and could open or close it, uh, what would happen? I'm just curious. What happens if the portal to hell opens up? Well, I'm I'm not I'm asking <laughs> that this portal is your intent to open or is your intent to open or close it or, or do something? And if so, what would happen? I'm I'm actually unknowing of the stuff. That's why I'm asking. Yeah. What what would compel one to want to do it? You're asking why I'm doing it? Yeah. No, I just well. want to know what would happen if you did or didn't do it. I'm just unfamiliar, so I'm just trying to actually understand. Me too. Hmm. Well, what do you know about it? Can you tell us more that it's just a portal to a to a shell station in hell or whatever? I mean, you know, what is it? Hell was owned by Earth was owned by hell first. Hmm. And so there is going to be another rain. And it doesn't matter what portal you open, they're all to hell. There are no good portals. No, I... The man is back. The man is back. He's ugly. What kind, of, what kind of drugs they got you on? <laughs> oh, I'm not seeing shit. Is that what you're wondering? Well, I think, you know, why would you access... Why would you want to access the portal to begin with if you knew it was to hell? That's why Saturn and Jupiter are coming into Libra and the world will see balance. Does that make sense? But the hell is here? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> is, is it an event where reality becomes thin and godlike entities, demons, or angels could come through or become manifest and all? I think they just possessed. <laughs> so entities could come possessed through. Possessed existing souls, I don't think they take any form. Possession. So during this, they need our souls. Okay, so during this time coming up and this portal event, there are things that could come you through. Laugh now, laugh now, Bubba. What? What happened? Are you laughing at him? I know. Uh, no, no, I'm just, I'm just smoking. Ahead, I'm smoking. I'm so sorry. Oh, is that what that was? Don't I was. Oh, okay. I, I was asking. If these uh, so these entities during this portal event, they could come through, and in doing so, they don't have a form, but they need people for forms, so they would occupy people. Oh, yeah. Okay. So the soul inside a person could get displaced by the entities coming through. Um. No. Taken. Oh, just taken. Okay. Over. And that would be with the person. I don't think that the soul is just put into a little box to the side when things are possessed. I think it takes over your entirety, your, your soul. Okay. Everything about hmm. you, your essence. That's kind of quantum physics style, you know? There's some quantum in there, right? Yeah. yeah. Do, do, people be, do people become empty and then occupied by the entity, or does the person just collapse with no soul? Or I'm actually interested to understand what happens. Hello? I'm here. 
we seem to be having some kind of uh, transmission problems. Is everybody here? Or? I'm here. Oh, okay. He asked me a very serious question, too. Yeah, okay. I just wanted to make sure. We're... Oh, shit. That's very serious. That would have to mean that I actually witnessed it because I'm from Missouri, you know? I don't believe anything unless I see it. So I don't know the answer to your question. Okay. Are you one of the first possessed? And I can observe you and. Then you could ask me when we're all done. Um, I've seen, I've seen my share in Africa, and we've learned many defenses against that. So I worry less than most people. Oh no, there is no place to hide. Once all those satellites get up there, they can control anyone anywhere. Ooh. Oh. I was unaware of that. Are the satellites part of the demonic function or the portal function? Yeah, you got to be able to reach people wherever they're at, right? Is that what Elon Musk is doing up there with that space train shit? Mm-hmm. Mm. That's $240,000 and then China's $100,000. So, so many. $100,000 plus in satellites. Supposedly faster than ours or more than ours. I don't know. Do you know of any way to stop or prevent this event, or is it inevitable? Well, why would you want to stop it? I don't know. I'm that's I'm trying to reach understanding, and like I say, I'm just here <laughs> to ask questions as somebody who is in ignorance, not somebody who is in contention. Make that two people that are feeling that way. <laughs> God? Um, at the end of the day, yeah. I believe in the creator of all. I work for him. Her. It. He's <laughs> such a chicken. Hurry him. I'm an idiot. That was like a horror movie. That was a horror movie? Yeah. I was a So when did you first become aware of uh, <laughs> your, you know, just to even understand portals or all the extra dimensional anomalies you're discussing? Was this something in childhood or did it come about in a single event or did you gradually become aware of it? Right. I just want to know about it. Are you starting to drift off a little? Is it the pills? You got a lot of pills in you, huh? Yeah, but I need more. I can hear it. I can hear it. Do they feed you well in there, at least? (laughs) Well, they give us food. They they, they call it food. I think it's slop. (laughs) That's what it is. Slop mush Hmm. and jello cups. That sounds like a horror yeah. show. Well, I guess we can let you rest if you want. We can just give it a break from here. If you, would you like that? Are you done? Oh, yeah. Definitely. All right. I guess we got 13 okay. minutes out of you.
It was good to meet you, True Blood. Nice to meet you too. Get some rest and uh <laughs> I guess we'll find out. Do, do you have anything to say about what's gonna happen on the conjunction? That's all. All right. We'll just let her rest, dude. She's obviously starting to drift, so. Bonk. Oh. Well, it's a hug and a blow. Thanks for being a guest on the show, and that's why I got a CPTSD specialist with me so I don't get sued by your ass. Oh. <laughs> All right. Thanks, you guys, and uh, me and C2 are going to... You're welcome, True Blood. And thank you for joining us, and we're going to go ahead and C2 and I are going to break down some Saturn-Jupiter shit after these messages. Are you getting to... What about Toodles? He, didn't, he has to say Toodles. I said goodbye, and he didn't. I said toodles. 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 <laughs> um, she wasn't yeah. able to respond to clinical questioning, right? Yeah, that's what I was doing was, you know, I wasn't telling her she was crazy or insane. I was actually asking for the core structure of her beliefs, telling her I was ignorant, not unbelieving, and... You know, I was trying to, like, get her to expound on stuff. It was very interesting that she was unable to expound on specifics just when asked. I'm not challenged, but, like, I don't understand what's happening. And it's just happening, you know, stuff like that. It's very interesting. But, um, you know, if we put a preface on the front of this, uh, explaining that we are going to talk to this person and then analyze the conversation and what traumas could lead to these responses or why traumas would cause these responses. I think we have a pretty positive show because we have a clinical individual and in my opinion, she truly is clinical. Oh. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> White Tahoe Cookies, everybody. Today's episode is brought to you by White Tahoe Cookies. A smoke that will get you fucked up. All right. <laughs> um, no, she was clinical. But she was nice, I guess. You know, I guess, man, she was out on the field. I heard she was out on the field or whatever on some mission and got her fucking hip blown out or some bullshit. She's in a wheelchair or some shit. What I find interesting was that she wanted to she wanted to attack and be condemning, and she was also very she. But she had enough cognizance to understand that I am not a person to do that to because I could feel she did test the boundaries in many different ways with me to see how I'd react, and so she has enough intelligence to know that somebody could actually devastate her worldview of challenge so there's a lot of hidden threats like yeah i thought she was kind of treating us like we were stupid in a way well also part of that was to diminish us in her head not to diminish us in our head and also some of it was threatening like you just oh you're you're not you're afraid to call it a gender or this or that and stuff like that and it wasn't like oh when i was like talking about the creator the all yeah and you know she's like well uh, just like 
that, interesting. Yeah, game. that comment. Yeah, I caught it. <laughs> I just kind of shut the fuck up. Was like, you know, when people go there, you, you know, I don't want to get it off the show. I'm keeping it on there. But yeah, I could edit that off, but I won't. <laughs> people will hear that. <laughs> I mean, if we preface this with this may be hard for some people to follow, understand, or listen to, but we have somebody that has have that has trauma responses here, and to listen to them while it may be challenging at times will actually help the context of what we talk about later. You know, just give some little preface so people don't get bored of that section and don't anticipate us talking about it. Mm-hmm. No, does that make sense? It does. And, you know, I, I just thought that she just, um, I went in, wanted to, because whatever she was telling me before the show sounded like, fuck, she sounded like a supervillain. She did not sound like that. She sounded like someone that I draw in my comics. Yeah. She sounded like, it was weird, dude. I I was like, that's what I want. I want to get this chick who sounds like she's in the Legion of Doom sitting in a funny farm talking to shit about what's going to happen. And then all of a sudden it got really esoteric. She was slow. It was like she was drugged up. So you can hear the drugs. I heard the drugs take the whole, I wish I could have gotten the shit before, you know, that would have been great. Yeah, I was, I was really tempted to ask what sort of drugs she's on simply because I know pharmacology and that would have helped me understand some other objects too. But I was trying to get to it. I wanted to see, cause a lot of people, you know, when they're on the drugs, they'll just be like, yeah, I'm on da 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 da. And they just drop the name. She just, she wouldn't do it. Yeah. Which is another interesting defensive mode. Yeah. I thought so. I thought so. Yeah. I think she actually detected that, she could get her shit pushed in by us on her beliefs. And I think she did a lot to distance and dissociate herself from questions and things that could get her shit pushed in. <laughs> yeah. Like all of a sudden it was like, I, I, when she, she dropped the chicken line on me about talking about the creator. And I was like, well, pff, that's what I feel about your ass. The way you sound all passive and weird talking about, Shit, I want to hear that Wyndham Earl agent shit. Anyway, it didn't happen. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I did do my investigation last night. So, you know, I did the... I did the... um, um, I did the, the part where in the Twin Peaks studies with the actual great conjunction that's happening now. So you know how at the end when Andy's looking at the chalkboard at the very last episodes of season two on the original series and, uh, and Dale Cooper's like, great heavens. <laughs> and I put the, <laughs> I put that sample on there, you know, um, of him, like when it's Saturn and Jupiter and when they meet, you know, they open up this portal and it's black luck. But uh, in real life, I was putting it in contrast, and it basically works as the same thing. It's the same thing that David Lynch and Mark Frost were writing, and it's the same thing that Ugra says on the Dark Crystal movie that Jim Henson put out in, by his workshop in 83. 
and Ugra's explaining to that little gelfling dick. <laughs> that hippie gelfling dick or whatever, you know, he's she's like I think of it as a future prediction of how Michael Jackson would work. <laughs> I don't know what. Oh <laughs> uh, <laughs> I gotta edit some stuff out, guys. No I'm <laughs> Um No, what was it? It was the Great Conjunction brought up in 83 by Ugra on the Dark Crystal. And Her name was... Here, oh, oh, sorry. Didn't know. No, go ahead. Oh, her name is Agra, which is actually a derivation of the word to augur or to see the future. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought That's they were just I, saying that like, she was ugly. Oh, no. Agra is a derivation <laughs> of her to see the future or divine the future. I always thought she was kind of hot, you know, in this weird alien old lady way. Like my girlfriend, Nandi. <laughs> Would you have banged uh, Agra? Uh, I don't know. I'm not 90 yet. <laughs> Yoda and Agra should hook up, right? I always thought oh they God, were... That would be the most insane conversation ever. <laughs> 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 it's already more interesting than fucking True Blood's bullshit we had on here, but we're gonna keep it all, and uh, and we'll see if we can get that Agra Yoda porn made. Um, but they did yank fucking uh, Pornhub because of all the human trafficking, so there there might not be a way to make that uh, happen. I can just imagine Yoda saying, "Sandwich, make me, bitch." <laughs> It's out there. If you can imagine it, it's out there, right? That's part of the problem, you know. That's the Internet 34. If you can think about it, there's porn of it. Do you think True Blood just watched too much Twin Peaks or just had to, you know, do you think she was even an agent? Oh, in no way, shape, or form. (laughs) She's She's just some chick. She's like that one artist guy that you were talking about that did Charmula that was like, I killed JFK and all this other stuff. And like, (laughs) you know, entire fantasy world built up in there. Hers is not very complex compared to that one guy. But I mean, like, you know, the world revolves around her action. She knows all that could happen that will affect the world. And, you know, if we don't know... It, she goes vague to make it sound ominous, like we should ask more questions, and it's an attention-seeking mode. But um, you know, I, you know, really, I could feel her discerning the fact that we were. Um, well, she kind of thought you weren't taking her seriously in some ways. I could tell that, but I did. I wasn't. I. <laughs> I was like, dude, this is not who I talked to before. The fucking, you know what I mean? This wasn't it. Yeah, I mean, like, she was uh, hesitant. Uh, Part of it, she might have gone into defensive mode just because I was there, because I sound like a clinician in some (laughs) way. You know, because I'm not. She's kind of enough to realize there's somebody with an intellect and bullshit detector that is hardcore, and also, you know... Adam is her friend, and she is able to play a lot of different roles with you, and all of a sudden, uh, you're sitting there kind of laughing and understanding that you're not taking this too seriously, and there's a clinical questioning going on, but 
you know, at no time did I confront her as a falsity. I was just like, I wouldn't understand. And the fact that somebody wanted to understand instead of just blindly be in awe or have all these different reactions that she was seeking, that caused her probably to clam up. Probably. I could I see in, it. In I, the future, I believe that if you talk to her, she'll say that I'm a bad person or that she didn't like me. <laughs> I don't know if there'll be a future with that, but we'll leave it alone. Yeah, I don't want to pick on her too hard. It's easy, kind of. She left herself open pretty easy. But well, I know, but <laughs> she also had the intent to build herself up through other people, and she did attempt to take that and realized quickly that that wasn't going. So, yeah, you know, part there's a lot of that on her, and I'm not saying that people volunteer to be sick, but I think that uh, her physicality was so compromised. And she had enough mental compromise that they just decided to put her in that holding, you know, assisted living home. But I think she just basically flunked out of being in a nursing home just due to some ideation. But she obviously does need the physiological care. It sounds like it. And then, uh, I, you know, I hope she keeps uh, getting it. And it doesn't sound too great where she's at, that's for sure. It sounds pretty... It sounds pretty fucked. <laughs> you know, that background coughing reminded me of... <laughs> I like that you were quiet on that part, too, so we could catch that shit, you know? Like, I was like, dude, let's get... We gotta get that. Hey, you, do you remember... Uh, <laughs> that was actually kind of nice and weird, named Kay or Star, always asking for a cigarette? Cut, I don't know, man. That's... Hmm. Yeah, it sounded just in the background. That, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so one nice thing about that about K or Star is that if you said no, she was like, okay. And it didn't no negative old plucky reaction. <laughs> <laughs> shit was funny. I was like, I want some of what she's smoking, man. Holy shit. And she's like, I didn't know. And she goes, I didn't know. And she's like, you don't need another cigarette. <laughs> Something happened. <laughs> I thought that was class. I, I was trying not to laugh on that part alone. I, it's just from what I can discern, she's actually on a... It really sounds like she's on antipsychotics, and I mean, even she might even be on halidol or mild amount of thorazine. The way it got on top of her, and just the way she and her reactions, and how you were talking about her earlier, I really think they actually have her on a uh, antipsychotic of some sort, which causes that sedation and loss of uh, ability to cognize and start being present. So. Yep, man. Uh, I think we should close out the show. There's not much here, but I'll tell you this, that... Oh, no. so, I know. This is the travesty of the shit. This is the shit. Okay, you know what I mean? This is why uh, music... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here, we're good. Here's the Illuminati one. Robert scored my jackpot again, you son of a bitch. All right, hold on. This is the Illuminati version. Okay, so C2. What do you uh what do you think? 
Did she just rip off her name from a show that you and I, we were already talking about. We've never seen True Blood. We know it's about vampires, right? Yeah, I think vampires in the South. Uh, you know, that's where she ripped this name off. She said she was with uh, Project Blue Book or whatever. Yeah, which was really just actually looking for and quantifying evidence of UFOs. So to be with that, you'd actually have to be a logistics engineer, signal engineer, or a pilot. Our intelligence asset analysis, though, I have a hard time believing that she would be a female in that time period that was allowed access to it. So. <laughs> she would have to be like, you know, 80 years old too, right? Um, yeah, I mean, unless they took her in as like a single-digit kid or <laughs> some gifted early preteen, um, especially since military culture didn't allow women in those positions back then, you know, I find it hard. So she's basically just, there's no, the probability of her actually being this ex-CIA chick, Mulder and Scully fucking bullshit. It's not happening, right? That's what you're, that's what you're waning on? Yeah, because anybody involved in that would actually have some pretty advanced mathematics knowledge. You never once did you bring that up. And there's a couple other fields that if a person knew about, they'd express knowledge of those fields at a PhD level. And um, I didn't hear anything that indicated uh, advanced knowledge of math, geometry, civil engineering, nothing. So, plus, the time period would make her hyper young, and women weren't really in that field back then, right or wrong. I don't make judgment. It's just like I'm glad people are a little more equal in that things. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Have you ever noticed that around the uh, eye and the uh, dollar bill, it's uh, scales around the eye? Yeah, they're joking about the Libra sign on that with one of my friends one time. <laughs> the Libra sign, huh? Yeah, Libra scales. Yay! <laughs> Man, that eyeball is the uh, hurricane, right? On Saturn, on the top of Saturn. You ever that heard that? Weird. Yeah, but also Saturn and Uranus and, and even Jupiter have demonstrated a hexagram on their polar field on the north and south due to magnetic and electromagnetic phenomena. So, yeah, if you guys get ever get bored, look up a uh, hexagon spot on those planets. It'll blow your mind. It's pretty cool. There is something that's going to happen here on the 21st. Huh? It's kind of weird to admit it, but that's probably the only thing this chick is right about. It's going to, yeah. there is something that's going to happen. Oh, yeah, and it could be enough people believe it's going to happen so it does, or that, you know, it's just a profound date in, you know, the cycle of the year being the winter solstice, and, you know, we, and it's the end of the year, and, you know, we have a year that's been hard on everybody, so everybody wants that end marker, or, you know, there really could be something going on. In that, I'll just claim ignorance as opposed to anything else. I, I don't know. Heavy shit, man. Well, we're all going through it, y'all. And uh, <laughs> it's an art therapy show, <laughs> an off-the-grid PTSD show. Sounds like True Blood had a little PTSD there. We'll just go with yeah. that. And uh, <laughs> The color of their neck. 
What do you think happened to Wyndham Earl in the Black Lodge? Do you think he just became a part of the Black Lodge when Jupiter... Do you think he became a part of the interference between Jupiter and Saturn? Um, I really thought that um, it, it, it took certain parts of him that it needed and discarded the rest, and that just kind of became a entity of an edited entity, something with less parts of the whole, you know, the Black Lodge said, I need this, this, and this, and then threw the rest away, and it can wander around eternally as part of the chaos, or maybe it'll claw its way back instinctively. So, that was my read on it. Whew. That's some heavy-ass shit, dude. Yeah, it was actually kind of grim and a little bit depressing to think about. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so, man. Well, we did it again. Another classic show vault, show fucking <laughs> right in the vault, man, for season four, huh? Yep, it was an odd one. I'm glad you prepared me for what you were going to Oh, my God. Well, <laughs> next time we play this X-Files song I got going on, it'll be for the Lost Files one. I guess, are we ready to do that? That's coming up, huh? Yeah, that's coming up soon, and uh, just have a planning thing like we do and figure out the rest from there. Mm. Well, maybe that's what Saturn and Jupiter meeting up is about, you know? It's about that time of change. That's what, uh, you know, this, it's been happening. According to the Hindu, they say it's been happening since 19 through 20, and then 21 is when it ends. I don't know about that. Some people say it lasts 240 years. Some people say it lasts, like, for a hot minute. You know, longer than that, I've heard. I think that the event will be much like people's personal hells and heavens. It will be what they make it and last as long as they so desire. <laughs> well, I encourage the listener out there, and we're going to wrap it up on that note. And I encourage you to listen to it as much as you desire, listener. And C2 will be here helping me through this shit as I talk to more wing nuts. <laughs> and um, more heavy guests. And some loving people, too. Um, they'll all be there. So let's get it going, and uh, I will talk to you all soon. Later, C2. Have a good night, man. He's hiding off. Catch it. Late. Once upon a time. Wow, that was an interesting show, guys. Uh, fans calling in already. Oh, shit. Wind of Merle, everybody. The sounds of innocence and joy filled the air. And when it rained, it rained sweet nectar that infused one's heart with a desire to live life in Generally speaking, a ghastly place, reeking of <laughs> <virtue>, sour smell. <laughs> Sounds like America. prayers of kneeling mothers, mewling newborns, and fools, young and old, compelled to do good without reason. <laughs> but I am happy to point out that our story does not end in this wretched place of saccharine excess. There's another place. It's opposite. A place of almost unimaginable. 
chock full of dark forces and vicious secrets. No prayers dare enter this frightful hall. Spirits there care not for good deeds or priestly invocations. They as like to rip the flesh from your bone as greet you with a happy good day. Huh. And if harnessed, these spirits in this screams of broken hearts will offer up a power so vast <laughs> that its bearer might reorder the earth itself Jesus. to his liking. Holy shit. And I intend to find it. The Black Lodge. If the door to the Black Lodge does exist, it probably exists at a point in time. Now an object such as a door normally exists. And he's just standing there looking at the chalkboard. A human door normally exists at a point in time over a continuum of space. But taken from the star's point of view, it's a completely different experience. Just lost me. Oh my god, Harry. The door to the lodge. That's when it's open. That's what the puzzle is telling us. Jupiter and Saturn. It's telling us when it's going to be open. When Jupiter and Saturn meet. It's telling us when, and it must also tell us where. Where can the lodge open the doors? Stargate. <laughs> Is that what Saturn and Jupiter are going to do? Two doors. Two lodges. They're going to open the Black Lodge? One, the Black, love the other. What does that mean? I don't know exactly. It just came to me. Mm. There's a time. If Jupiter and Saturn meet. Mm hmm. Jupiter and Saturn meet. Oh, what a problem, mommy, please. <laughs> The search for this portal. Hmm. Is this it? The shit clock? With that, with each shitting clock? <laughs> shitting clock talk? Saturn and Jupiter. Is this what this is really about? The Grand Conjunction. What do the signs mean? There's a time. Jupiter and Saturn meet. Mm. They will receive you. I don't know, guys. You better stick around. For more, I'll talk to you after the Grand Conjunction. Junction. What's its function? I fucking don't know. You've been listening to Adam Air, MD, GED, Underground Cartoon Therapy. Stay tuned for scenes from next week's show.